Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Fearful. The podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko, and this is Fearful. The world is filled with eerie and bizarre tales some of which occur to individuals, but the ones that are most likely to draw the interest of the curious are from locations. A location with a history for paranormal. Haunted places are often associated with a house on the corner of a dull street that has been kissed by the sands of time. But they can also be a more public place. Somewhere that an incredible amount of pain, anguish, suffering, and sadness has taken place. Many believe that in such places, all the memories and raw emotion felt over time could leave a lasting impact, an imprint, if you will. Something akin to a fingerprint on a glass of water that long resides far after you have set it aside. The institution, known as the Ridge Home Asylum, is a place just like this. The people who sought refuge within its walls came to find solace, but instead found pain beyond the understanding of many modern-day individuals. And as a result, the asylum was said to be one of the most haunted places in the American state of Colorado. Over the many years that the Ridge Home Asylum was active, Patients and staff had claimed to see many apparitions. As well, they heard strange noises. Reports included objects moving on their own, and even ghosts of children running through the halls. After the site was abandoned, many ghost investigations had taken place in the buildings, 
as well within the underground tunnels on the property. The original story of the Ridge Home Asylum began in the year 1909 against the backdrop of Colorado's expansive landscape. The state of Colorado, with visionary intent, designated a sprawling 310 acres nestled two miles west of Arvada for a mental institution that would soon come to be known as Ridge Home. This ambitious venture, standing proudly at the intersection of 52nd and Kipling, was destined to become a beacon of solace and healing. In a mere span of 12 months, the dream materialized into the tangible reality of Ridge Home. The final brick on this haven of hope wouldn't be laid until 1936, however. But still, it began a journey that commenced with a vision for mental well-being prior to its final completion. The cornerstone of the main administration building bore the words that read, quote, A.D. 1910, State Home and Training School for Mental Defectives, founded by the State of Colorado through the efforts of L. Parrish Williams of the State Board of Correctives. At this inception, this institution aimed to become a sanctuary for those grappling with the mental afflictions. Ridge Home stood tall, promising not just care, but compassionate, understanding, and progressive treatment. It was a torchbearer for the moral treatment movement. It sought therapeutic intervention, emphasizing character and spiritual development, rooted in the belief that kindness could be a potent force in the healing journey. The inaugural chapter unfolded in July of 1912 when the first patient sought refuge within Ridge Home's walls. By the year 1936, the institution's embrace extended to 260 individuals out of a total capacity set at 300. Ridge Home wasn't merely a sanctuary. It was a lifelong commitment for those within its embrace. On the grounds and amidst the original structures, a school and a farm flourished where patients could be seen working under the watchful eye of diligent staff. Within the walls of Ridge Home, a heavy set cloud of darkness soon unfolded. As patients were ushered through its gates, a strong dose of sedation was quickly administered to each and every one. An unfortunate practice in mental hospitals of the era that was not uncommon. The 1940s bore witness to forced sterilizations of its patients. 
It, unfortunately, became an unsettling norm at Ridgeholm. The very essence of autonomy stripped away in the name of misguided ideals. The 1950s brought forth a damning revelation. Many adult patients were far too mentally competent to be at the facility, yet they were there simply as their families had abandoned them. Blame fell on primarily the flawed testing practices within the institution for them making their way into the home. A nurse who worked in the institution in the 1960s told of horrors she witnessed inside. Within Ridgeholm, she claimed normal individuals dropped off like forgotten relics, succumbed to a life drenched in sedatives, once vibrant souls transformed into social casualties ensnared by the institution's grip. Literal cracks began to emerge in Ridge Home's foundation during the 1970s. Quarters were abandoned as the institution's structural integrity crumbled around itself. It also came to light that compliance with fire codes was also an issue as many buildings lacked essential escape routes. The 1980s ushered in a darker chapter yet. Reports of neglect echoed through the corridors, a damning consequence of understaffing and inadequate funding for proper training. The tragedy deepened as revelations of further abuse materialized. A staff member later was even condemned to prison as he boasted how he frequently abused and tormented his patients. It was also told that bodily waste adorned the institutional walls and hallways. Due to the pervasive neglect, patients began to relieve themselves wherever necessary, and many of the staff did not seem to care to clean up afterwards. The halls by now were beginning to bear witness to paranormal events and sightings as relentless souls who endured beatings, rape, and unfathomable violence still wandered through the grounds. Ridgeholm was once a beacon of hope, but now instead stood as a symbol of abuse. In the tumultuous year of 1989, Ridgeholm found itself under the unwavering scrutiny of the federal government. Local residents and anguished family members lodged complaints, and the government, wielding the threat of an $8 million charge, demanded swift improvements to the deplorable conditions that festered within the ridge's walls. Federal agents, who were summoned to inspect the grounds, just so happened to stumble upon a sinister scene. Two orderlies, guardians turned tormentors, were observed employing accessible force on the defenseless patient 
absolute proof of what was really happening inside Ridgeholm. A legal battle ensued. A federal decree demanding 155 new staffers and a financial commitment exceeding $1.3 million. A lawsuit was also filed. In 1989, compelled Ridgeholm to mend its ways within one year and five days. Hope hung by a thread, only to be severed on August 29, 1990, when the federal government severed over $12 million in medical funds to Ridgeholm. Now, only the severely ill found their home still within Ridgeholm's forsaken halls. September of 1991 marked a mournful epilogue for Ridgeholm. A fire, the third in two months, engulfed one of its abandoned buildings. Fortunately, no lives were lost, and firefighters were even able to rescue a black and white cat from an attic. The following day unveiled a chilling revelation. A security guard named Michael George King, age 24, was arrested on suspicion of arson. He quickly admitted and confessed to setting fire to the once proud administration building. By 1992, Ridge Home Asylum was closed for good due to its cold history and funding cuts. It was abruptly abandoned while the building was even still filled with beds, equipment, and children's toys. In the years following its closure, the walls were covered with graffiti tags. Asbestos was leaking from torn steam pipes as people explored its empty hallways. And you can be sure they were not walking through Ridgeholm alone. Many tales have come to light of people hearing voices, footsteps, and even screams. Some claim to have seen apparitions moving through the darkness and even the cold touch of a hand on their shoulder when no one is there. Many people traveled long distances to experience Ridge Home Asylum for themselves and to try and get a look at a spirit that was left over from its dark past. Paranormal investigators worldwide knew of the location well, and it was a gold mine for their explorations. However, by 2006, the decision was made to demolish the tainted legacy of Ridgeholm. Asbestos removal and the filling of tunnels beneath the property extended the process. But the demise of Ridgeholm was complete by the end of 2007. In its stead, a mall rose from the ashes, a commercial monolith standing where the institution once offered a fragile promise of healing.
a super target, claimed the very back of the property, while the front half transformed into apartments. As the brick and mortar of Ridgeholm yielded to the march of progress, a question lingered in the air. Whether the tale of hauntings that clung to its abandoned corridors were rooted in truth, or merely built out of the idea of all the horrendous acts that were committed in its walls. Stories now of the hauntings in the sterile new properties are few and far between. So minimal, it may be nothing more than false claims. Perhaps this is the silver lining or happy ending to this tale. It may be that with the destruction of Ridge Home Asylum, all the tormented souls that lingered were finally able to move on. I do hope they each found their peace as the stain of Ridge Home Asylum was finally removed from this world. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.